Welcome to Hashtag Love Yourself. I'm your host, Jesse Jobson, and I'm going to guide you on your personal journey towards self-love. Hi, beautiful souls. All right, welcome back to Hashtag Love Yourself. Today's episode is on forgiving others. And I know a few episodes back we did self-forgiveness, and that was a beautiful journey to forgiving the self. Um, But today we're going to talk about forgiving others because it's just as equally important. Um, And forgiving others is more, really has more to do with loving ourselves than it actually has to do with the other person. Um, We always want to think that forgiving is about the other person, but um, it's definitely has more to do with ourselves and healing ourselves and um, loving ourselves than it really has to do with anyone else. So let's dive in. All right, the first thing is if we really look at like the definitions of forgiveness or what forgiving means, right? Um, the forgiveness or forgiving is allowing for error or weakness. And I think that that kind of speaks volumes to actually to what it is. And when we go into more of my research, you'll see how really essentially we're, we're, we're giving, um, making room for and space for people to have, you know, have gaps between themselves or gaps between, you know, what we believe is right or wrong, or even turning it on ourselves and knowing that there's a gap between where we want to be and and how we want to love. Um, the best description that I have found about forgiveness um, was actually that forgiveness is a return to love. And that was actually my favorite definition. Um, and really, it's so true. We're, you know, I think on a constant basis, we're always just instinctually and innately trying to get back to love. And I think that when we're really far, far away from love and far apart from love, um, which is our natural vibration, I think that's when we feel the worst, right? That's when we feel those lower energies. And that's where, when those, um, traumas and wounds start to come into play is when we are far away from the truth of who we really are. Um, and one thing to think about that is really important is that, you know, they, they always, they have that saying that goes, um, not forgiving others is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. And that really rings true when we don't forgive other people. What does it do to us? Like, so why, what's the purpose, the whole purpose of forgiving someone else outside of ourselves? And the whole purpose is to release anger, to release resentment, to release hate, to release any of those negative lower energies that you are holding on to from the wound that has been created, right? And other people in our lives and other people around us um, in our world, they, you know, help us create our wounds, right? Um, And sometimes they are like the main, you know, cause of the wound, Um, and so it feels even worse, right. To, to say that, you know, we have to do all this work to heal ourselves on our own, but in a sense, you know, it's really nobody else's job. It's our own, um, you know, it's our life and it's our, the way that we wake up and perceive the world every day. 
And, you know, I, I know personally, I don't want to waste one day, you know, uh, feeling less than the best. Like I, that is something that I strive for every day is to be the happiest, most best, most loving version of me. And so making sure that I, on a regular basis, or even in the moment when something arises and something negative occurs, right? A negative circumstance or someone's mean or says something hateful, right? Um, making sure that I release that. And I try my best now that I've learned a lot about forgiveness. I try to really do it in the moment because if you wait too long, right? Um, they say that time heals, but I also think that if you wait too long to forgive, I think it can make it a little bit more daunting and a little harder. Um, so I try real, my best to forgive in the moment. Um, but so anyway, so the basis of forgiving really is forgiving others is just healing ourselves. And I think that if we can think about it in those terms, think about the fact that it's, you know, they always say that forgiveness is not for the other person, it's for yourself. That is so true. You're healing your wound. So a really good analogy that I have for this um, is just imagine yourself or an extension of yourself, I guess, right, is this beautiful beach, right? And this beach is really unique because, you know, like when we're born, the beach is flat and it's just this um, flat, even level of sand. There's no footprints on it or what I like to call wounds, right? Nobody's dug these big old holes that um, you end up falling into and, and feeling pain in yet. And then we go through life and we get these wounds, right? Which are the holes. And so think about the size of the hole um, is equivalent to um, when you need to fill that hole back in or, or AKA heal it, um, it's equivalent to how deep the hole was, right? So if you have a little wound, right, or a little hole on your beach, it's not gonna be that hard to fill it in. And you could probably do it yourself without even thinking about it, maybe on manual mode. But if it is like, you know, five feet deep, you know, that's gonna take some time to heal, right? And it's gonna, that wound is gonna need as much energy as it took to get the sand out of that hole, right? The how how big of a, a wound that caused, it's going to be in proportion and equal to um, the amount of healing and the amount of effort it's going to require to fill that and heal that wound back up. So I, I want people to remember that spectrum, right? There's a spectrum with everything. And, and that spectrum I think is really, really important when being patient and kind with yourself and with other people on the forgiveness and healing journey. Because I think that sometimes we um, rush into forgiveness thinking, I should just be able to forgive this person like that. You know, I should just be able to forgive this thing that happened once. But you know, if it is a big wound and if it plays on to other wounds maybe you had, maybe it just makes this big old, like three different wounds all connected can make a big hole and a big impact on you. And the more wounds that someone places on your beach, right, the more, the harder it is because they're all compiled in one area because that's where that person was living. That's, that's where that person's standing. And it really, it can, it can, over time, it can just really... 
um, you know, ruin a relationship. It can, um, and it can be traumatic to try to get over. So that's why best practice, um, make sure, you know, um, these, these, uh, ingredients and the things that I'm going to share with you, um, take them to heart and put them into play in your life so that you don't have, you know, you don't wake up one day feeling so much resentment and so much anger that you can't find your way out of that wound, that hole on your beach, right? You're just so far down in it that um, it takes a lot of energy and a lot of struggle to get out of it. Um, and, you know, the one thing to remember too is that, you know, it's nice, you know, when, when someone else can, can help us heal our wounds. But in reality, it's nobody else's responsibility. Like our beach is our beach, right? And it's our beach um, that we need to protect too. So if someone is habitually, you know, making wounds and digging holes on your beach and then just leaving them there for you to fill in, right? Um, that's something to think about. That's a boundary that needs to be put into place. And um, we need to love ourselves enough to, to be a good guard of who c- gets to come in and grace our beaches, right? Um, but it is ultimately our job to fill and heal our own wounds. And, you know, if someone does decide on their own um, to come in and pick up a shovel and start helping you heal your wound, what a blessing that is, right? And what, um, I always look at that as like, that is a true relationship. That's an honest relationship. When someone says, even if they didn't mean to, like, let's say it was unintentional at all. You have had no idea you were creating a wound for someone And maybe it's because they already had that wound started by someone else, right? Even if they didn't know, if you don't know, you can say just out of love, you can look at them and say, oh my gosh, you know, I love you and I wouldn't want you to hurt. And I am so sorry that this has really pained you because that's real, like, you know, like that's, that's taking responsibility for being in a relationship, you know, not saying like, oh, I'm responsible for how you're feeling. I'm responsible for how bad this hurt you. No, not at all, because maybe your intention wasn't even there, right? And maybe it wasn't even a logical thing that most people get hurt over. But for someone to stand up and say, despite if I meant to, despite if, you know, this is a logical thing that most people get hurt from, the fact that I love you and I want to be in a relationship with you I, and I want to help you heal this, right? Like the, to the best of my ability, maybe that's an apology. Maybe that's, um, you know, uh, helping you strengthen your boundary, right? Um, you know, like, and just respecting those boundaries, whatever that looks like. But when someone comes in and joins you to heal a wound, I want you to recognize how beautiful and how, and that's unconditional love that is showing up in a relationship and, um, and that that's beautiful, but don't expect it's going to happen because I think that that's where uh, a lot of people go wrong. And I think I've been a victim to that myself where I expected because in my heart, I would want to be there for the person if the shoot roles were reversed, you know, like I would want to be like, oh my gosh, I never meant for you to feel this way, but let's figure out how we can fix this. And I think that when you expect people to be like that, not everybody can be, not everybody is in a healthy enough spot. And so just um, don't expect 
anybody to help you heal your wounds. But if they end up joining you, then just take it as a blessing and just know that that's a, a beautiful worth. Okay. And then um, another thing that I really thought was um, important to remember about the size and the depth of the wound um, that's going to determine the types of ingredients. So like forgiveness isn't just like one thing or another, and there's no perfect recipe. Like you can't just say for every single person on this planet and for every single situation, this one set of rules is going to, is going to fix everything for everybody. Because, um, just like we talked about in previous episodes that everybody is so unique and their perspective is so unique and their wounds are going to be so unique and like what pains them and what doesn't pain them and what they enjoy and what they don't enjoy. So since we all are so unique and the size of wounds, even if you have a the similar wound to someone else, like it might be that yours is, is a bigger wound because it's been, it was a more traumatic experience or it happened more times to you than someone else. Um, it, it really is determined just, it's like a personal journey. And so um, I'll never forget one of my girlfriends, me and her were talking about forgiveness and she was talking about forgiveness as like this unlimited entity of like, it's endless. There's, it's not just one thing or another. And if you can't just do what one person has said works for them because there's so many different ingredients and so many different parts of forgiveness. And I think that um, that really rings true. When I was doing my research, this was a really hard topic to research because um, there was so much information on forgiveness, right? And so many ways to go about it and so many personal stories. And it just really showed that forgiveness is unique. And so no one can teach you how to do it, right? Um, I can share the ingredients that, that I really stuck out to me, right? The ingredients that I really resonated with. But there also might be some things from this list that I didn't find, right? Or that I have yet to discover about forgiveness. And um, I think that's one of the beautiful things that my friend was talking about when she was saying that it's like limitless, like it's kind of like the ocean. It's like, you can't see the end of it. And I feel, I feel that in my heart that I will be forgiving others for the rest of my life. And if you're done forgiving, that's kind of means like you're done living. And I really, um, yeah. And so forgiveness is an ongoing thing and you're, you learn new portions and new aspects of forgiveness throughout your life. So maybe depending on how long I do this podcast for, I might do another, um, podcast on forgiveness, just because like I said, there's so many different aspects, but what I found in this time period of my life and during my research of the, the best ingredients that are really important to remember when you're thinking of forgiveness, um, the first one, um, that I think should go very first is intention. So that's a really important main ingredient, um, in forgiveness. And really what that is, is your intention to want to forgive, right? So if you have intent to forgive someone, just because you might be at the beginning of your forgiveness journey does not mean that, um, that you're not forgiving, right? That you haven't forgived them. And, and I think that I used to have in my mind that either you have forgiven someone or you haven't, right? And yes, I think that you can be further along in your journey, but 
of forgiveness. And I think that some people achieve forgiveness more quickly on some things than others, because just think about it. Like some things are smaller wounds. Like if someone, if I'm in the kitchen and someone walks by and bumps my toast onto the floor, you know, that's something really easy to forgive. Right. But if I've lived a lifetime of people being dishonest and uh, distrustworthy, and then someone does that to me, it's, it's a really big wound because I have such a history with it. And um, it's really important to remember that, that your journey with forgiveness and your um, road to forgiving people doesn't have to happen in a flash. And I used to really truly believe that I wanted to just be done. I wanted to just be for, I just wanted to forgive them, but I don't think that that's how it works. And I think that it's more beautiful if it can be a long fruitful journey, right? And I learned so much more. Like there's this one person in my life who's super difficult for me and they used to be one of my favorite people in the whole entire world, but now they're probably one of the hardest people in the world for me. And I think that it's because that person must, their soul must love me so much to give me such a fruitful journey through forgiveness, a fruitful journey through you know, always turning towards myself and looking inward, right? Because anytime when someone's mean, what does it make you do? It makes you look inward. So half the battle is just your desire to forgive and like that intent. If you have that intent, you're halfway there, right? And everything else will be its own timeline and be its own journey. And like I said, you'll have your own ingredients, what's important to that specific scenario for you. Um, but just your pure intent is one of the main, main ingredients that you need to start. You just wanting to forgive is half the battle. Then the second one that I've come across that was really important was acceptance. And I loved what Oprah said about forgiveness. And she said that most people think that forgiveness is accepting what has happened to you, but we are not accepting that it's okay for it to have happened. Forgiving is giving up that hope that the past should be any different than it has happened, like how it has happened. So if you're sitting there and you're regretting how something occurred or you're wishing that it could be different, that's not accepting the past and accepting what really occurred because that's wanting to change it, right? And wanting to make it different. And we need to recognize um, that there are no mistakes, right? Um, we can really slide into that victim mentality when we think that there is a, there's like, we get tunnel vision almost, like that we aren't the big souls that we are playing out all these experiences to push ourselves in the right direction into the right places with the right emotions. We came down, we picked our parents, we picked, you know, the places that we we're going to grow up. We picked all that. Our souls had a blueprint of what we needed to be the best versions of us to do the best, you know, um, life possible that we can. We didn't come down here to do a willy nilly, right? We came down here to live this life, enjoy this life. And, you know, like push ourselves beyond what we have been before. And I think that just remembering that our souls know and have our backs and things are going to be hard sometimes, but out of toughness 
is where we grow, right? Like nobody grows being cozy. And I love that saying where they say, um, uh, when you're comfortable, that's when your dreams go to die. And it's true, right? Because most people don't really grow when everything's perfect and fine. They grow out of the hardships. And so, you know, they say, you know, like, oh, this person, you know, they're so amazing and they're so wonderful and they're so strong. They're so all these wonderful strengths, right? Usually like the strongest, like the people that have the most strengths are the people that have been in the most horrible, dire, awful situations. Like that is true for every single person that I know. Like the easier the life they have, it doesn't mean that they're any less special or any less wonderful. It just means that they don't have, there's a lot that they don't have compared to the people that have had the tougher lives, right? The people that have the tougher lives like are wiser, they're they're stronger in a lot of ways. They have all these different capabilities that the person that's had the cush life just really doesn't there's no way for them to get that. So accept accept that about this life, this earthly life that we've that we've chosen to sign up for, right? That we chose, we know and things are going to get hard and they're going to get messy and they're going to get sticky sometimes and it's okay, right? Everything happens for a reason. That's like one of my favorite quotes. Everybody who knows me well knows that that's like super ingrained in every part of who I am. There's no coincidences. So let's quit playing small and believing that we are small because we're big. We're big souls. We are big players in this game of life. So don't act like things are happening to you. Remember that it's everything's purposeful even when we don't want it. Um, another really important ingredient of forgiving other people is honesty. So you have to really just become really honest with yourself. And sometimes this is really hard. Our ego likes to get in the way and kind of fog things up, right? But be honest with yourself about what part you played in what pained you and what gave you that wound, right? Maybe it's that you need to start standing up for yourself more, right? And this is an opportunity for you to really turn around and look at yourself and see that you're letting people walk all over you, right? I know that for many years, that was my story, right? That I thought that being um, nice and allowing people to bully me was um, better than being the bully. But there's also another player that I could be. I don't have to be the bully. I don't have to be the victim. I can be the person that stands up for myself in a really nice way and just says, you know, you're not allowed to do that. Here's my boundary. And then put my action towards where my boundary is, right? Um, and I think that the, um, I think that's really been something that I've been working on. And, and it's really made me a stronger person and made me, like look at every situation now, like every situation that I get into, like what part did I play? Like, I don't wanna play small, I don't wanna play the victim, so what? Am, what is this situation coming up for? Why am I feeling the way I'm feeling? Like check in with yourself, look look inward, right? Um, and then the thing that I do after I say what part did I play now, I say, what, what do I hope to improve? Like. Like if I could do these situations over again, if I could relive what happened, how would I have been, like how would I have been if I could like intently been like in the moment, like this is what I want, how I want this to turn out. And most of the time, really honestly, for myself, I really feel like it's, um, that I wish I could have been more loving when they were unloving. Um, because when people are unloving, it's natural to 
feel their negative emotion and then to mirror that, right? So like when someone like starts talking down to you, it's easy to get defensive and be like, hey, step back, like, you know, get out of my face, like, and then to feel all like, like you have to get as big as they are instead of, you know, hey, are you okay? Like, what's going on? Why are you acting that way? Can I love you in some way? Right? Those are two different responses. And um, I think that um, take, you know, taking that frame of mind, once you check in honestly with yourself of where you were, being able to change that and switch that dynamic of what did I want? Like, what did I really want to be? How did I really want to be in this situation? Okay, another um, important ingredient to forgiving other people, and I think that this one is a super big one, and we I have a whole podcast on it itself. It's called Self-Forgiveness. <laughs> so if you guys want to check out that other podcast, be my guest. It was a beautiful journey. Um, and I really, this kind of goes back to what I was just talking about with um, forgiving yourself is like when you come out of a situation, if you're really honest with how you were in the situation, then you have to really take account and not beat yourself up and feel guilty for how you acted or maybe like the wound that you actually had, you know, with that person, right? Or what it was touching on for you, but forgive yourself for that. Forgive yourself for, for, what, you know, the part that you did play and maybe that wasn't exactly what you wanted. And so like I was talking about, the first thing that I think of every time that someone is really mean to me, um, I always, you know, I just want to like crawl up in a ball and like have them kick the crap out of me that way instead of, I wish I could stand up and just open my arms for a hug, right? Because like, how can you punch someone that's hugging you, right? It's really, really hard. And that's really what those people are needing. Like anyone that's really negative and like really mean and saying bad things about someone or talking low energy about someone else, it's because of a gap between themselves and the other person, right? And that brings me to my next ingredients is just straight up awareness, right? Awareness that sometimes we need to stop and recognize that every hurtful person behind that is really just um, like their pain, right? It's the gap between where they want to be and 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 where they're at, right? And that's what's that's why they're acting out the way that they're acting out. Because if you think about it, just like so for example, a child, right, who doesn't get like attention, positive attention and positive affection at home, usually they can go either two ways, right? They'll either act out in negative behaviors to try to get attention because attention is attention or they'll try to be a show off, right? Look at me, look at me, right? Because it's attention that they're seeking and they're not receiving it. And so naturally in humans, we're all, we are all like survivors, right? All of us are innate survivors that, um, and as children, if you look at like child psychology, and studies of like behaviors that um, people keep with them into adulthood, right? Um, it all stems from a need wasn't fulfilled. So a need to survive wasn't fulfilled by the outside source, right? Of like our caretakers of who was um, supposed to be giving that to us. And since there was a gap between what we needed and what we were receiving, 
humans are so resilient that we find a way, children especially. And that's why, that's why, um, you know, children will go through some really traumatic things, right? Um, you know, like sex abuse and, um, physical abuse and, um, just, I mean, like even coming like as a refugee, right. From another country that where people are being bombed every day and things like that, you come from children come from these like traumas, like really large traumas. And then they have these really large wounds, right. Equivalent to the amount of trauma that was placed on them. But they're, but we're resilient. We don't just die. Like children don't just lay down and stop breathing and their heart stop beating. Instead, they find ways to survive those and they, they end up filling themselves in artificial ways instead of the real way, right? That, that they need to be filled up. And every single person on this planet, I don't care who you are or how perfect you think you are. Every single person on this planet has done that one time or another, um, more than one time for sure. Um, and maybe not to the degree that maybe someone else does, right? Maybe maybe you had two parents and you grew up in a happy white picket fence, you know, um, house, but there was still things that you didn't receive from your parents that, you know, maybe it's not as detrimental as the kid that grew up you know, homeless with a crack mom and no dad and fighting for food all the day, you know, it's not the same depth, right? But just because it's not the same depth depth of a wound doesn't mean that you didn't experience wounds and that you didn't um, find ways to survive and ways to fill those gaps within yourself. And so everybody's gaps are just in different places and different areas to different depths. And I think that with our awareness, if we can just remember that, like try to have a little bit of grace for other people, right? Um, and one girl, I love, I love her to death. She said, she told me, you know, try to put yourself in someone else's shoes. And I told her, I said, that's really hard for me to do because if I'm in their shoes, I would never act that way. But it's because my strengths lie where their weaknesses are. Right. And I would, I could never feel okay talking down to someone the way that, you know, someone might talk down to me, right? But that doesn't mean just because I am strong in that I have that strength um, and where they have their weakness doesn't mean that um, I'm any better than that person or that I can't give them grace and that I can't kind of look at them with like compassion and, and awareness to they're just trying to survive just like I am. And yeah, it's painful and I'm not gonna allow them to habitually be an abuser in my life, I'm not going to let them on my beach if they continue, right? Because I needed to protect myself. But at the same time, I can see that I can look at people and just know that every single person on this planet is doing the best job that they can with what they're given. And that really is a true statement. So, yeah. So um, the next ingredient that I thought was really important um, is to bless and not curse people. So this one is really hard for many people to do, right? We, I think when bad things happen to us, we want to talk about it, right? And I think part of that is like, we just want to heal and we don't really know how to do it. We don't know how to heal ourselves and how to heal those wounds, put that sand back into that big old hole that they've created, right? So sometimes we go and then we find ourselves on a journey where we're just talking and it just becomes like negative ill talk, right? 
and blaming and like shaking our finger at that person of like, they're wrong and I'm right. And, but when you do that, right, first off, you're creating a story for your life, right? Your words create your reality. So you're creating a monster out of someone and they're going to continue to be the monster in your story if that's what you keep saying and you keep talking that way, right? But also it's a low energy. So when you talk low of someone, it's actually bringing your energy down and your, um, your, it's like a, like a negative form of energy that, that doesn't serve you and it doesn't serve the other person and it doesn't help you in any form. Right. So, um, it's actually the opposite of healing and the whole purpose for forgiveness or forgiving others is to heal. Right. So, if the wound is too deep, let's just say um, something was really traumatic, right? And you have no, no good words to say about that person. That's possible and that's okay. And that's where you're at. Don't judge yourself. Love yourself through that, that moment, right? But then just don't talk about it. Like make a pact to yourself. Like I'm not going to talk about this person because anytime I do, anytime I open up my thoughts or my mouth about them, it's negative, right? And I remember many, many years ago when I had to let a few people out of my life go, um, I remember I would have like these mind battles where like I would think of them and what happened, right? It would just come up in my brain and then I would, I would like kind of like have like a mental conversation with them and obviously they weren't there, but like I'd be like trying to defend myself the whole time, right? And it was just exhausting emotionally. Like, and it was like when I'd be driving to the grocery store, you know, when I'd be like cleaning the house, like any time. And then finally I said to myself, enough's enough. And I've got to let this go. I have to. And if that means not thinking about that person at all. So I made a pact to myself. Anytime that they came into my head or the situations came into my head, I would turn the thought away and say, I am sorry. I am I'm not even, I'm not sorry. That's not what I meant. But I'm saying, I would say to myself, I am not going to be thinking this way anymore because I no longer want to go down this unhealthy road. That's an unhealthy behavior. And I'm, I'm not going to participate in this mind chatter anymore. And I would just say that to myself over and again, over again, when I think of that person. And then pretty soon, no joke, after like a few months, I stopped thinking about that person and I have never been more happy. Like, you know, it's sad to think that like they're no longer in my life, but it's for the better because they were a really unhealthy person that, that did a lot of damage in my life, made a lot of holes and wounds on my beach and on the, on the regular and without remorse and without coming to me and saying like, Hey, let, let's try to turn this around. Right. And so it actually is probably one of the most healthiest decisions I ever made to not only say goodbye to them in the real world, but to also say goodbye to them in my mind. And I think that, um, you know, making that pact with yourself of turning that, turning that off to even just not even talking like negatively in your mind about them. Like don't do it, you know, to anyone else, but also don't, don't stop those thoughts because they're not healthy for you either. And then, so that kind of like flows into the next one of like letting go, right? The next ingredients, we all know that we need to let go. Sometimes it's easier than, you know, from one problem to the next, but um, allow the past to be the past. And when you continually, like, like I was talking about that example of like thinking about it, that thing happened once, right? But in my mind, it happened a thousand times. And anytime you think of something, like the chemicals in your brain just keep firing off these like negative like things that like 
produce hormones that like are like four negative experiences and trauma, right? And then you just end up creating negative experience after negative experience because you're just on the cycle of like thinking about it and repeating it in your experience over and over again. You're bringing something from the past into the present when you do that. And so it's really important to let something, let it go. You can do a cord cutting ceremony. You can, you know, write down stuff on a piece of paper so that you can let it go and burn it. You can, you know, do a meditation on letting go. I know that, um, it's the Hopona Ono. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, forgiveness. I do that in meditation on the regular in the mornings. Um, it's where you kind of like release it and say you're sorry to them. Even if you didn't do anything wrong, say sorry to them so that it's like, you're like releasing them from the pain too. You know, that's really, really important. All right. And then the next thing is have faith in yourself. And I believe that many people struggle with the concept of letting go because of the fact that they fear that they're going to repeat the past with other people, like maybe in a new relationship, maybe with the same person, right? Um, so, you know, have you ever like heard of someone or maybe yourself experienced where um, like, let's say you're in a relationship and someone burns you really bad, like cheats on you or, or whatever, right? And then you have this big fear, right? That, that it's gonna happen again. And you're so scared of repeating the past. So instead you just close yourself off and decide you're not gonna be in relationships, intimate relationships anymore. Well, that's not healthy, right? <laughs> because um, you wanna be in relationships and you wanna have someone respect you and love you and adore you. and. And that's natural and that's what we came to earth to experience, right? So let's not live out of fear and let's give yourself that faith. Have faith in yourself that okay, people are gonna people are gonna be shitty, right? Even good people are gonna be shitty. People are gonna hurt you and people are not gonna stop hurting you ever, right? And that's gonna happen from time to time. But you're gonna be better, you're gonna be stronger. You're going to be wiser. You're going to see the bullshit coming next time. So you don't have to be worried about them when what they're going to do and can try to control the situation of, oh, you're, you can't ever be in my life because, um, you, you know, you could possibly lie to me one more time, right? That's kind of more controlling than you really want to be. Yeah. If they're like, like a habitual abuser, obviously put your boundaries to keep them at bay from, you know, being a very abusive to you. That's different. But, um, but, you know, but saying to someone, oh, I'm just never going to see you again. Well, that doesn't, you know, that's against of what you really desire, right? Like what you desire is to be in a healthy relationship. And, and one way you can do that is to know that you're going to take care of yourself, that you're going to, you're going to know and understand how to be better every time. And, and I think that I've been like watching myself, um, especially cause I've been on this self-love journey and really taking that seriously. And now when things happen, yeah, I'm not going to say that they feel great, right? Like when people are mean or when they do something really crappy, but it's, it gets less traumatic for me every time. And my heart gets healed a little bit because I feel like I come to more of an understanding about myself a little bit more every time. I, I, I feel like I do a better job every time and, and maybe I'm getting closer to being able to stand up and open my arms to the other person and love them in a way that is unearthly, right? Because most people can't do that. That is an 
angel on earth thing. And I know that. I know that about myself. Not everybody dreams of like their biggest purpose in life is loving other people. I get it. But I think that that is like no matter what your purpose or what your desire is, I think that just really loving yourself enough to say, I got this. I can do this and I'm not going to sit in the corner and just life pass, let life pass me by because I'm scared, right? I'm scared of what other people are capable of because you are capable of handling whatever they're going to dish out to you. And I promise you that. I promise you that you can handle it. You will handle it and you're going to do it and like flawlessly because if you're listening to this podcast... It's hashtag love yourself, which means that you really, you are, you're full of love. You're full of light. If you're seeking out that information, then that's where your heart is, right? You're already halfway there because that's your intention. So just remember that. Um, perfect. And then, so I'm going to leave you guys with an exercise, a forgiveness exercise that I have found to be extremely helpful. I mean, I do many different forms of forgiveness meditations, but I think one of my favorite in the moment, and you can do this in a meditation, which I'll kind of walk you guys through, um, exercise for forgiveness is, um, I can't remember the name of it. So I'll just kind of walk you through it. So first I want you to think of someone in your life that you have, um, had, and don't think of something like super traumatic, like the worst person that you are like your biggest enemy. Don't think of that person right now, because I think that it's easier to start with like littler stepping stones. Right. Um, so think of someone in your life that pains you or has pained you, um, in some sort of way, right. That's caused a wound on your beach and, um, bring them to your mind for a minute. And I just want you to think about them Maybe think about what they have done to you and how that's pained you. And just sit with that feeling for just a minute of like that pain. And I want you to, I want you to see them. Sometimes that's hard. And I want you to grab their hands in your hands. And I want you to say, will you be, may you be well. May you be loved. May you be happy. And then I want you to turn that around to yourself. I want you to imagine them saying it to you. May you be well. May you be loved. May you be happy. And then take a big deep breath. And you can do this in the moment, like when they are being hard. I've started to do it in the moment because I know that that's the quickest way to love. And breathe. Let all of that, like, let that wound just come right out of you, flow right out of you, right? Because it's not just attached to what's happening in that present moment when someone hurts you. It's being attached to when your mom did it, when your best friend did it, 
So just know that this is a work in progress and you don't have to have all the answers or all the ingredients right now. These are just some of the, the best ones that I found. And, um, you know, the next layer of forgiveness is really looking in on gratitude with that person sitting in gratitude for the negative experience that you've had. If you can sit there and really feel grateful that, you know, for what that like situation and that person have taught you, look at it that objectively, then I really feel like you don't have the resentment, you don't have the pain, you don't have the anger anymore. Because once gratitude and, and love are on the complete opposite side of the spectrum for that, right? And that's where you really, really want to be. Be grateful that you get to live this life. Be grateful that you get to interact with humans. And be grateful that someone is displaying weaknesses that remind you of your strengths. All right, well... I am hoping that you have tons of forgiveness come your way and you have beautiful journeys. All the love and light. Take care.